hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon that I also may be cheered when I receive news about you. I have no one else like him who will show genuine concern for your welfare. For everyone looks out for their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. But you know that Timothy has proved himself because as a son with his father, he has served with me in the great work of the gospel. I hope therefore to send him as soon as I see how things go with me. And I am confident in the Lord that I myself will come soon. But I think it is necessary to send back to you Epaphroditus, my brother, co-worker and fellow soldier, who was also your messenger whom you sent to take care of my needs. For he longs for all of you in his distress because you heard he was ill. Indeed, he was ill and almost died. But God had mercy on him and not on him only, but also on me to spare me sorrow upon sorrow. Therefore, I am all the more eager to send him so that when you see him again, you may be glad and I may have less anxiety. So then welcome him in the Lord with great joy and honor people like him because he almost died for the work of Christ. He risked his life to make up for the help you yourselves could not give me. Amen. I want to preach in this, on this third Sunday of November as in my mind, this is a month of gratitude and thanksgiving from the topic, Nothing But Thanks. Nothing But Thanks. Lord, bless your word. Bless your servant, anoint your preacher. Let your word go forth with power. In Jesus' mighty name, God's people said, Amen. Nothing But thanks. When we think of people who embody and exemplify the ethic of friendship, we tend to think of the usual suspects. When we think of those men and women who both embody and exemplify the concept, the meaning, and notion of what it means to be a friend, what it means to be friendly, we tend to think of the usual suspects. Let's be honest with ourselves on this Sunday morning. When we think of friends, we tend to think of Gail King and Oprah Winfrey, Harry Belafonte and Sidney Poitier, the Rat Pack, the Three Musketeers, the Flossy Posse, Timon and Pumbaa, Harry Potter, Ron, Hermione, Thelma and Louise, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Fred, Grady, Bubba, Leroy, Skillet, Martin, Gina, Pam, Cole, and Tommy. 
When we think of people who embody and exemplify the ethic of friendship, we are often given to people that I deem the usual suspects. While these aforementioned people exemplify and embody the notion and ethic of what it means to be friends, they are other people in scripture and across human history who also personify and embody what it means to be a friend one to another. According to this New Testament text, we encounter friendship at its finest. As Paul expresses his gratitude to the church at Philippi for sticking with him while he is incarcerated in a Roman jail. Paul, in this particular passage, highlights and commends a brother by the name of Epaphroditus and his spiritual protege, spiritual son, Timothy, who exemplify Paul, mighty man of God, Timothy, spiritual protege and son, Epaphroditus, colleague, fellow soldier in the gospel. These three men epitomize friendship at its finest. And as Paul comments on Epaphroditus and Timothy, Paul is not just commenting on Epaphroditus and Timothy. Paul is expressing his appreciation, gratitude, and thanks to Epaphroditus and Timothy for their friendship. According to this text, Paul knows that Epaphroditus and Timothy are imperfect, flawed individuals, yet Paul does not comment on their flaws. He doesn't comment on their issues. He doesn't comment on their foibles. He doesn't make mention of their challenges. He doesn't talk about Timothy's stomach problems. He doesn't talk about Paul's issues. He doesn't talk about the issues that Epaphroditus has. But Paul, help me preach this watch chapel, help me preach this brothers, has nothing but thanks for Epaphroditus and Timothy. And as men and women of God who have been blessed and benefited by people in life, we ought to take time just to thank God for the people that God sends our way. And we ought to thank God, help me preach this watch chapel, for the people who God has gifted us with as our friends. None of us would be where we are without the grace, mercy, providence, healing, supernatural ability of Almighty God. But if the truth be known, God blesses all of us with an Epaphroditus and Timothy along our journey. I don't care who you are, where you are, how gifted you are, how anointed you are, what talents you have, what abilities you have. None of us are where we are because we are self-made Negroes or self-made Negroesses. 
God has made us. But more significantly on this Sunday morning, there have been some people that God has raised up for you and for me who have been a blessing to us in our time of need. And on this day, we ought to just take time to have nothing but thanks, gratitude, and appreciation for the people that God sends our way. While we ought to be grateful, while we ought to be appreciative, while we ought to have nothing but thanks, in too many cases, we take for granted the people that God sends our way. Preach this, Pastor White. We thank God for other stuff, but we don't always thank God for the people that God has sent our way. We don't have a problem, amen, thanking God for boo and bay. We don't have a problem thanking God, amen, somebody for the new technological toy, PS5, iPhone 12. We don't have a problem thanking God for answering prayers. You didn't get COVID. Mama didn't get COVID. Daddy didn't get COVID. Baby girl, baby boy didn't get COVID. Or if they did, they are being healed by the grace of God, Jehovah Rapha, amen. We don't have a problem thanking God for second chances. We don't have a problem thanking God for good health. We sure don't have a problem thanking God for Uber Eats, Hulu, Roku, amen, somebody. We don't have a problem for the ability and capacity to Netflix and chill. Y'all ain't talking to me. We don't have a problem for tick. We don't have a problem thanking God for IG, TikTok, and Twitter, amen. But do we take time to thank God for the people that God sends our way? Do we thank God for mama on more than the month of May? Do we thank God for daddy more than in the month of June? Do we thank God for the preacher and pastor more than in the month of October? Do we thank God for the choir members, the sopranos, the altos, the tenors who bless us with the songs of Zion? Do we thank God for the people that God has raised up to be encouragers, intercessors, decision makers? Do we thank God for the people that God has sent our way. But according to this text, Paul incarcerated in a Roman jail cell has nothing but appreciation, gratitude, and thanks for Epaphroditus and Timothy. Paul is thanking God for Epaphroditus and Timothy. Why is Paul so grateful for Epaphroditus and Timothy. I'm glad you asked. Help me preach this. Paul is grateful, appreciative, thankful for Epaphroditus and Timothy because he has discovered, Sam Robinson, that friends are few. Y'all ain't talking to me on this Sunday morning. Paul has been a preacher, he has been an apostle, he has been a theologian, he has traveled the ancient world carrying the good news of the gospel, spreading the good news of Jesus Christ near and far. 
Paul is now, amen, he has finished his second missionary journey. He has one more missionary journey to go to the great city of Rome where he hopes to preach the gospel. Paul has known people here and far. He has been a Pharisee. He is a preacher. He is a teacher. He has interacted with people from the time we meet him in Acts chapter 7. Paul knows people, but notice there's a difference between who Paul commends in Philippians chapter 2 of all the people he has met along his journey. Paul only commends Epaphroditus and Timothy. Paul has discovered, like many of us have discovered, that friends are few. And Paul has nothing but genuine appreciation, gratitude, and thanks for Epaphroditus because he has discovered that real, genuine friends are few. And let me help somebody on this Sunday morning who is confused, who got it twisted. Everybody ain't your friend. A colleague is a colleague. A colleague ain't a friend. Your road dogs ain't always your friends. The flossy posse ain't always your friends. Y'all ain't talking to me. Who you hang with at homecoming ain't always your friends. An investment partner is not always a friend. The person you run the streets with and hit the club with ain't always a friend. A colleague, an acquaintance is not always a friend. Just because you sing together, sit together in the choir, stand just because you urge together just because you sit on the same row just because you work in the same cubicle just because you have the same doggone last name the same genetic code does not mean you are always a friend and if God has blessed you with a friend y'all ain't talking to me I'm talking about a friend who won't judge you when you're at your doggone worst a friend who will give you money a thousand dollars a stack when you need it and ain't looking for it back the next week a friend who's gonna tell you when you're doggone wrong but also a friend who's gonna celebrate you when you're at your best I'm talking about a real friend who's gonna cry when you cry pray when you pray grieve when you grieve grieve celebrate when you celebrate who's gonna be there when your mama dies and also be there when you get uh when you get when you get your phd somebody who's gonna be there when you may get arrested y'all ain't talking to me and somebody who's gonna be there when you're in hospice somebody who's gonna be there as your best man and somebody who's gonna loan you the money or put money on your books when you're at your worst Real friends are few. Everybody ain't your friend. Everybody who smiles at you, everybody who's in your face ain't your friend. This is for the grown and spiritual. Paul thanks God for Epaphroditus and Timothy because he has discovered that friends are few. I can't stop right there. Paul thanks God for Epaphroditus and Timothy because both Epaphroditus and Timothy have strengthened his spirituality. Paul thanks God for Epaphroditus and Timothy because they are not just ministerial colleagues. 
They are spiritual friends. And friendship at its finest, for those of us who are followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, blood-bought, spirit-filled, Bible-believing Christians who are followers of the way, we comprehend that there is a spiritual component to friendship. Notice what the text says about both of these men. It says, as Paul talks about them, it says that they are concerned about the interests of Jesus Christ. They are not concerned merely with what is good for them, but they are concerned about spiritual things. Epaphroditus is a fellow soldier. He's a colleague. He's a brother in Christ. Epaphroditus and Timothy have strengthened the spiritual the spirituality of the apostle Paul. Who among your circle? Who among your crew prays with you? When you talk to them, how many how many of us talk about spiritual things with our friends? Or how many of us have people that dissuade us that discourage us from growing in the things of God. I've lived long enough, help me preach this. There are some people who will drain the very spirituality that God wants to impart in you, out of you. They are designated bloodsuckers that will smile in your face, come here OJs, but will suck the spirituality out of your life. You want to praise God, but they talk about what ain't going well. You want to pray, but they want to question your prayer life. You want to tithe and give, but they talk about you can give that money somewhere else. You can give that to the NAACP, to the Urban League. Ain't no difference between the church and the doggone NAACP. You want to talk about you being holy and chaste. They want to talk about what you need to do and how you need to do it. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. Everybody in here who I'm preaching to, wherever you are across the world, need some people in your life who will strengthen your spirituality. Who's going to pray with you? Who's going to talk about scripture with you? Who's going to encourage you, not with some mumbo jumbo, not with you are born under the sign of Aries, not you are Capricorn, you are Leo, but who's going to speak the word of God into your life? Paul has nothing but thanks for Epaphroditus and Timothy because they have strengthened his spirituality. He's discovered that friends are few but Paul has nothing but thanks for Epaphroditus and Timothy because they are present in the midst of a painful predicament. Preach, Pastor. Paul is not in the man cave. Paul is not at Drive Shack. Paul is not in the sports ball. Paul is not about to watch the Ravens versus the Patriots. Paul is not at 1315 Oakwood. Paul is not at 2400 6th Street Northwest Georgia Avenue. Y'all ain't talking to me. Paul is in a Roman jail cell. And both Epaphroditus and Timothy have showed up 
Not when Paul is at the peak and apex. But they have showed up for Paul when he is at his proverbial worst. Anybody can be a friend when you got money. Anybody can be a friend when you're driving a Tesla and a Mercedes. Anybody can be a friend when you are flush. Anybody can be a friend when you are healthy and at the peak of living. Anybody can be a friend when you are buying the bar and you are treating everybody. Anybody can be a friend when you are happy, got joy, or healthy, or at your best. Anybody can be a friend when you move into the house of your dreams. Anybody can be a friend when you are at your peak. But how many of us have the capacity or have people who are our friends when we are living in the projects the PJs how many of us have friends y'all ain't talking to me where you are driving a old can I preach this a old beat up hoopty that's gonna get you from A to B with a struggle how many of us have friends who are gonna stick with us when we are in hospice how many of us have friends who are going to stick with us when we are in a COVID unit and they are going to sit outside and pray with us for richer or for poorer, for better or for worse. That ain't just marriage, that's friendship as well. They are with Paul, not at his best, but they are present with Paul in a painful predicament. Paul has nothing but thanks for Epaphroditus and Timothy because friends are few. They have strengthened his spirituality. They are present in the midst of a painful predicament. Paul has nothing but appreciation, gratitude, and thanksgiving. Paul is grateful for what these men mean to him. But Paul has discovered as I run across the field, and many of us have discovered Sister Hill, that while Epaphroditus and Timothy are friends, there's a friend that doesn't compare to Epaphroditus and Timothy. There's a friend better than Elijah and Moses. There's a friend better than Malachi and Rebecca. There's a friend better than Rahab and Sarah. There's a friend better than Cooper, Coleman, Love, and Just. There's a friend better than Jonathan and David. There's a friend better than Ruth and Naomi. There's a friend better than Peter, James, and John. There's a friend better than Martin King and Malcolm X. There's a friend better than Ella Baker and Louis Farrakhan. There's a friend better than Diane Nash. There's a friend better than Adela Johnson. There's a friend better than little Walter and the spiritual Jubilees. There's a friend by the name of Jesus. How many of us know that friend? Jesus who walks with you. Jesus who talks with you. Jesus who loves you in spite of yourself. Jesus who loves you when you're high. Jesus who loves you when you're low. Jesus who loves you when you're good. Jesus who loves you when you're bad. There's not a friend.
praying like the lowly Jesus. Help me close. No, not one. No, not one. I can't close right there. Let me close the way I want to close. What a friend we have in Jesus. All my sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege it is to carry everything, everything to God in prayer. There's a friend. His name is Jesus. There's a friend. There's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Somebody right now on this Sunday morning, if you don't know that friend, if you don't know that friend, this is the day, this is the moment, this is the opportunity for you, my sister, my brother, wherever you are, to meet a friend by the name of Jesus. If you're not saved, we want to introduce you to Jesus Christ. You're never going to have a better friend than Jesus Christ. I have some good friends. But none of my friends compare to Jesus Christ. If you're saved but don't have a church home, we invite you, my sisters, my brothers, to unite with Watch Chapel. Go to the Contact Us tab. If you're not saved, we want you to enter into a salvific relationship with Jesus Christ who will be the best friend you ever meet. Not a friend of judgment, not a friend of condemnation, but a friend of love, goodness, and grace. Not a friend who's going to tell you what you ain't doing right, but a friend who's going to meet you where you are and walk with you so you can be everything he wants you to be. On this Sunday morning, we invite you, my sisters, my brothers, to both accept Jesus as your Savior and to unite with Watch Chapel if you don't have a church home. We'll see you on Wednesday night. Philippians chapter 2, join us. We'll see you next Sunday morning. May the grace of our Lord and Savior, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest, rule and abide with us until we shall meet again. And God's people said amen. 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 May the Lord God bless you real good. Aren't you glad you have a friend in Jesus? Come on, put your, put your hands together with him right now. Come on. Oh, yeah. Listen to this. Jesus is a friend of mine. Oh, Lord, come on, say it. Sing that with me. Say it again. Uh, oh yeah, let's sing that again. Jesus is. Jesus is a friend of mine. 
renewed my mind. Oh yes, Jesus is. When I am weak, he makes me strong. Jesus 